Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Well Played is part of On Podcast Media Network. So let's dive right in. This is season five, episode 21. And we're gonna we're gonna take a dive into crew questions. So crew questions were some questions I put uh, like it was a survey that people could take sort of on my YouTube channel. And I have some questions in here that I want to go back and sort of answer. There's a whole host of them uh, out there, and I've highlighted a couple that I think would work. Uh, some people shared their name, some people didn't, so I can't give the necessarily shout outs, but these are people that are trying to bring that engagement into their classrooms. And so I thought if they have the questions, so do you probably. So let's take a look. Uh, we have, we have a couple here. I'm going to start with a person by the name of Hogan. Hogan says on Twitter, um, so question right here is how did the students earn the power-ups? Uh, I talk about this in the book, Explore Like a Pirate, and the, the power-ups, I mean, this, this is your choice, Hogan, how you choose to sort of give these out. And I, I'll tell you like the based way, the like kind of the surefire path to getting some sort of power-ups and items. For me, it's side quests. So straight up, I want kids to realize kind of the more you put in, the more you get out in life, right? And so it, it, our, our, <laughs> our objective sort of in life should be, you know, creation and, and adding value uh, to the communities we're in and, and bringing our best selves. So as such, I try to like graph that on to the side quest. So in the side quest, that's how they're going to earn sort of items and power-ups. And it's kind of a sliding scale, like, you know, depending on a whole mess of factors in terms of giving that student sort of a power-up or item from the side quest. Is it their first side quest? Is it their 10th side quest? Uh, you know, like, I don't know. There's a myriad of reasons you'd give kind of a better versus not as good item, but that's really like the main way they get them. Now, I, gamification is so big and when you think about how to sort of you know motivate inspire sort of excite people there needs to be more than just one path towards getting those you need to have what's called the drop rate like what's the odds they get an item or power up now i just told you about the main way that is kind of a surefire sort of way to get get items and power ups but then there's other ones like sometimes i'm doing in class activities and i might hand out a bunch of items to students you know uh, you know on a particular team that does really well i may just drop four items on the table that has four students and they can kind of decide who gets what that kind of thing sometimes there's an activity where maybe there's a coveted sort of thing that only one or two or the top can get maybe that's uh maybe it's random maybe it's for doing something amazing on a field trip, right? You can kind of choose how they give those things out. Um, but I, I recommend having a path that they understand as like something that they're in control of. And those side quests give them that control. And then the rest, that's the drop rate. That's like maybe defeating a boss, maybe doing a great job in a discussion. Maybe there's a simulation and like the top two groups will earn something. Like you, you never know all those other ways that come in. But that's really the main way they get uh, to use them. 
Now, kind of on that, uh, I have from another person, Laura. Laura Callen says, how are power-up cards used? I want to create this for my upcoming science review. Do you have instructions somewhere? This was awesome. Uh, so how are they used? Uh, if, if that's hard to answer, uh, Laura, without knowing what... Uh, like what item, right? So, I mean, it really depends kind of the build out of the item. So a lot of my items are used in review games. So if we're doing some sort of review game, I'm, I don't really play Jeopardy in my class, but let's just go with that sort of example. Let's say we were playing Jeopardy as a review game. Maybe I have some items that let a team like knock somebody out from even buzzing in this round. So it's like, ooh, group three, you don't even get to come up. How they would play that item is they would show me that item and say like, yeah, we have the spear or whatever that kind of keeps them pinned down. All right, so okay, you played the spear, you no longer have it. Now, if it's a one-time use, you collect that. Make them come up to you and hand you, physically hand you the item. If it's a multi-use item, you know, make them make a marking. Uh, for me, all items that are perennial that can they can use over and over again, there's a base rule that you can only use an item once per day, though. So that spear cannot be used again. If they use it, if they say, "Hey, we're gonna pin them down when they get a spear," I'm gonna be like, "Well, but you already used one." They're like, "See, I have two, and they just sort of hold it up and show, and you're like, "Okay, cool, pin them down again." Uh, if it's an item that goes with, let's say, a side quest. I have them hand that in with the side quest. Now that I use digital sort of collection of side quests, they type in on the form that they're gonna turn that in. And then when I'm sort of paying them out, when I'm like, hey, Laura, come on up here for that side quest, I'm gonna say, it's, you know, I, it says that you had this thing that added 300 XP. I already added that to your score, but now you have to hand me that out. If you don't, I gotta take out that XP. So that's how that would get played. Um, I'm trying to think of other instances or ways they get played. Uh, I mean, really, it, it comes down to the item itself. And there's any number of ways they can play it. I like the physical because that just takes care of the who's got what and, and, and when they can play it kind of thing. Um, let's see here. Another question we have. Uh, I should probably mark these questions as done. It's hard to sort of answer hard to do all this like live you know hashtag first world problems um all right so next question cindy bailey asks where can i buy the blocks that you were using for the lesson plan uh for an engagement video i believe you're either talking about legos and i think you know where to buy legos the other type of blocks were called copla blocks and you can get those on Amazon. They're pretty pricey. I bought the $100 set. It comes with like 280 blocks. And I bought four of those, uh, five of those for my five groups. So that was not cheap, but it lasts forever. I mean, they're wooden blocks. So if you're lucky enough, you can get your department to pay for it. I threw down and bought those myself. Um, that's a whole nother podcast if you guys want to talk about uh, how to fund your classroom. And spoiler alert, the funding in my classroom more or less came from my own funds. So let me know if you want to have a whole podcast on how I fund my classroom. Uh, but again, there is no secret there. It's my money. It's just more how to budget it. Uh, but nonetheless, that's, that's blocked. But let me go to Amazon here real quick 
Uh, because I believe there's kind of an off-brand Capla Blocks. When you search Capla Blocks, it comes up uh, like usually next to it or kind of with it or associated to it. Uh, yeah, there's these ones called Brain Blocks. They seem to be the same and kind of half as much. Not quite half as much. Still, still kind of pricey. They're wooden blocks, right? Laser cut. This is like science. It's amazing. Uh, I see a one set here for 200 blocks for 60 bucks. So that's pretty, pretty awesome. You could just get four of those or five of those for your groups. Still, it's going to add up. Uh, there's no, there's no way around that. Awesome things cost money. Uh, but I would tell you that those couple of blocks, I have now had them for seven years and I still use them. Like, so return on investment there for show. We're less to a, we're less than a hundred dollars a year now. That's good. And I use them all the time. I use them more than I use, let's say an online service like, uh, uh, gim kit or something. So if you're going to buy that online service, you know, at a hundred dollars a year, boom, couple of blocks, <laughs> it's going to cost you a little more upfront, but I promise you it'll come down cheaper than the hundred dollars a year and you will love it. All right. Next, uh, we have kind of one more question, uh, I'm going to address today and, and I'm, I'm liking these shorter podcasts, uh, that have more of a focused topic. Uh, but again, you guys can let me know uh, <laughs> if this new format, like I'm trying new things this year. This is crazy. This is year five, so why not try new things? Uh, but I've done a lot more solo podcasts, and I've also done shorter podcasts with the solo because it's only me, and it's uh, I don't really want to hear myself talk for 35 minutes or whatever. So, uh, all right, last question. It comes from Micaiah Russell, and they ask, uh, I would, I love how you use music to add drama, suspense, and even seriousness in your lessons. How do you create playlists? What platform is it on? How do you link music to a timer? All right, good question. All right, so uh, I love this question because it is something I, I do it all the time. I can't tell you this. Like music is playing in my classroom kind of at all times. My favorite platform that I use, which I will put the caveat on there. I didn't really explore lots of platforms. I kind of found one I liked and I just stuck there. So maybe there are countless other ones. Maybe you guys are going to say in the comments that like you should use this, that. Maybe you're going to tweet me that this is better than that one. I don't know. I have landed on one, love one, and... Spotify forever is, is my comment there. So I'm a Spotify premium member. I can build my own playlists. I can kind of, I have access to the whole library and they have some just wonderful, uh, playlists and music that is nice backgroundy music, you know, concentration music, focus music. So I have that kind of stuff playing all the time. And then if there's like a boss battle or something that I need to up the intensity, boom, I can throw on one of those playlists. They have, Tons of playlists. If you search up epic music, there'll be tons of playlists on that. And you can start to construct your own. So as you're listening to these epic music, and you're like, oh my gosh, this one's great. Hit, you know, add and make your own epic 
playlist and kind of like pull from these other epic playlists. And then all of a sudden, over time, slowly but surely, you have developed a curated list of stuff that is just paired perfectly to your classroom. And then... And then Spotify also lets you have all sorts of fun and poppy music. So build out a playlist like that. So if you want kind of high energy and excitement, you have that. You have the epics. And then you have that nice, quiet, backgroundy, focusy music. As well as like, I don't know, I have jazz and classical and you name it. Um, it's fun. Now, the last portion of your question was, how do you uh, link music to a timer? Uh <laughs> Uh, I think you guys are referring to the fact that sometimes I use music as a timer. I don't necessarily, it's not like picture perfect, uh, if you know what I'm saying. I just, in class to class, I kind of know that like I played these four songs, five songs, and then that was how much time they had. Uh, but like sometimes maybe I talked a little more in another class, so maybe I end another song like halfway through that song but for the most part i like use those songs as my timer and it is more or less accurate uh like i said i don't necessarily put it to a timer you could build a spotify playlist and call it like you could kind of choose a, a set of music that is a certain amount of time this is actually an idea all right i mean we're we're inventing here uh <laughs> Uh, Russell, so thank you so much. Uh, here's here's my new idea. Maybe make a playlist that says like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then choose songs that get you around that time. Maybe even exactly on that time, I don't know. And then you could just hit shuffle on that playlist on Spotify and it'll just play through that and then stop. And you'll know time is up. Um, or you could, you could actually define the order and then hit play and they kind of you kind of know in your head when you're walking around the room like ooh we're on this song this song is you know kind of second to last like you then could know that'd be good uh and it would look really natural as a timer i, I dig this idea all right uh all right everybody those were some that was those were uh, three or four crew questions that we answered uh thank you so much for being part of this week's well-played podcast and making us a regular stop in your week. I appreciate it. We're really all about the playful learning, kind of bringing that excitement and exuberance into the classroom. If you haven't done so already, check out uh, my latest book that I did with John Meehan called Fully Engaged filled with all sorts of great ideas and truly is written for everyone in education. Whether you want to gamify or not, this is a book for everyone. So pick it up, buy it for your friends, uh, and you know, do a book study or whatever in your schools. It is worth it. I'm a little biased, but I'm also somebody that's a straight shooter and has always told you the truth. So uh, I'm not leading you astray on that one. If you want to support this kind of playful pedagogy and help this movement out, consider joining emc2learning.com. This is a place and space that we are adding. John and I are adding resource upon resource, activity upon activity. We're paying artists. We're making amazing things over there. Uh, but you know, as we said, amazing things cost money. So if you want to join and you want to support the work John and I do and help the mission and the movement, consider joining at emc2learning.com. If you are already a member, huge thanks. And I hope you stay with us year after year. And I hope your kids experience it lesson after lesson, unit after unit. All right, everyone. That's all I got for you today. 
Take care and play on.